Welcome to Cold Call Hero. I'm Daniel Hill, a commercial account executive. I'll play real life calls where you'll have the opportunity to critique me and I'll critique myself. Here I'm prospecting, discovering, setting appointments, saying the wrong thing, the right thing, messing up and winning. So welcome to the journey of a Cold Call Hero. Asking the right questions is so important. When I sat down with this guy for the proposal, I thought he was a decision maker. Turns out he wasn't. Hello. Hey, Robert. This is Daniel with Pest Control. How's it going? Oh, crazy, man. Crazy. (laughs) I hear you. Well, I won't take much of your time. At this point, I already knew he wasn't the decision maker, but I was having such a tough time reaching the guy, I had to reach out to him one more time. Mm. I had a really good thing going for you. I just wanted to see if you could get enough of it. It's hard to hear, but I said, I had a really good thing going for y'all and just wanted to see if you've given up on us. Now that's a really bold question to ask, but it's a smart one. Think about it. Who wants to give up? So if you haven't heard from someone in a while, ask them, have you given up on us? They're going to say no, even if they have. I had a really good thing going for y'all. I just wanted to see if you've given up on us. No, man, I passed the paperwork to Scott and I don't think they're going to do anything. He said no, he hasn't given up on us, but he's pretty much done all he could. Do you, do you know why? No idea, man. Okay, I might reach out to Scott. Uh, you think that'd be a good idea? I did okay with that. If I just said, I'm going to reach out to Scott, he'd just say, uh, okay. But I asked him if I thought it would be a good idea. But I think the best question I could have asked would be something like, look, you know Scott better than me, so if I reached out to him, what do you think he would say? Uh, you think that'd be a good idea? Yeah, that's probably best, better than... I mean, I, I can't really do much here to get my inside. Yeah. All I do is, you know, present the information, tell them what it's about and what it's going to cost, and they make the decision. Yeah, I hear you. Well, either way, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate your help. Um, so you don't know why he would be hesitant to switch? No, I don't have a clue, man. Okay. Well, look, man, I really appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. I was really pushing for some sort of answer, but he had no idea. I think even if I asked the right questions and better open-ended questions, I really just think he doesn't know. And the biggest issue here, not being able to reach the decision maker, is that this guy has become my salesperson to the decision maker. He just said that all he does is present the information, tell him what it's about and what it's going to cost. Without me in front of that decision maker, this is just about price. But I'm going to keep reaching out to him. And if you remember, in episode four, I actually got a hold of him. So this has been going on a long time. So what's the problem here? Do you remember when I asked him if he had seen my proposal? He said, No, I haven't, to be honest with you. I have not. I, I can put that, uh, I can try to, try to do it today or tomorrow, but no, I have not looked at it at all. The problem here is not being able to get his undivided attention. So I need to go back to square one and sell the appointment. Build value in the appointment because he doesn't see value in that right now. So my next call, hopefully on the next episode, you're going to hear me selling the appointment to Scott. And hopefully, I'll be able to get in front of him and threaten him to do business with me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Hopefully, I'm going to get in front of him, present the proposal, and do it all from scratch, like I'd never met the guy before. Since I've started this journey, I've kind of changed my mind on something. Voicemails. I got some good input from some pros about this. Before, I said I rarely do it, and I broke down how I do it. And I still think that's a great way, but here's another way. Housekeeping, who's going to help you? No, I'm actually calling for Russ. Oh, hold on. Let me try and show you. Hi, you've reached the office for Russ. 
General Manager, Center. I'm not available, but your call is very important to me, so please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Please leave your message after the tone. When done, hang up or press the pound key. Russ, hey, this is Daniel with Pest Control. Want to meet with you next week because we are a pest control company like no other. Uh, we have over 450 reviews that paint that picture pretty well, but I specialize in hospitality. I know your industry. I know your challenges, and I work. I want to work with you. Um, I realize you have a current pest control company, but that's exactly why we need to meet. You can call me. Thank you. Press 1 to accept this recording. Press 2 to listen to it. Press 3 to re-record your message. Please leave your message after the tone. Okay, what am I doing? I messed up. I messed up the voicemail. I wanted to say some references in there, and I forgot. And I didn't even say my full number. But it's pretty much universal. If you press pound three, you'll get another chance to re-record your message. When done, hang up or press the pound key. Hey Russ, this is Daniel with Pest Control. Want to meet with you next week because we are a pest control company like no other. Um, our 450 reviews on Google paint that picture pretty well, but I specialize in hospitality. I know your industry and your challenges, and I want to work with you the same way that I've worked with and etc. Those are my three industry references. I realize you have a current pest control contract, and that's exactly why I want to meet with you. My number is 0806. Thank you so much. Bye. Nailed it. In earlier episodes, you've heard me reach out to this person before, but when I picked up, I recognized the name. It's the decision maker that picked up the phone. This is Ken. Can I help you? Hey, uh, I'm with Pest Control. Wanting to see if I can get on your calendar to talk to you about what we can offer y'all. Uh, where are you calling from again? From Pest Control. Uh, this goes back to one of my earlier tips that Callum from Dissect the Funnel told me. He said to always anticipate an answer. I did not. <laughs> I had called this place so many times, I was not expecting the decision maker to pick up. And you can hear the hesitation in my voice. But I did get a surprising response. Yes, and uh, yeah, we got 177 rooms, so what is the best you can offer? Whoa, hold up. I'm trying to sell the appointment, not the service. And it's really easy to get excited from a question like this. And I've made the mistake before of just talking about service and price, but I'm not going to do it this time. I have the perfect response to meet him in person. Uh, I would have to come in and just take a quick look at it, if that's okay. Uh, we do have over uh, 450 reviews on Google, so we definitely care about the quality. The reason I said that is because that question that he asked me means that he's just shopping for price. Yes, but uh, I won't be in town at least till two weeks because I'm leaving today around 12 o'clock. Okay, I gotcha. I'm going out of town, so I won't be back till at least two weeks. So I'll be back around like uh, on the 15th. Okay, so you want me to give you a call around then and we can meet yeah. up then? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that'll be fine. The only thing we are worried about is the roaches in the room and the ants, so... Okay, about how many of those do you have a week? Uh, about the roaches, no. As of now, we're getting service okay. from the... Uh, okay, sure. And uh, they do spray, uh, I guess, uh, they charge us. Okay. They come uh, one, one time a month. Okay. Well. I was actually asking him the history of his account. How many of those issues does he have in a week? Instead, he opened up and told me a lot of info there. 
He said who his current provider was and how much they paid a month. That is incredibly rare for a cold call. And uh, they have a, and they do, yeah, I can, I can tell you they do, what they do is uh, they can give us a, every month, like billing period, they give us a one free bed bug room, which is uh, during that month, if you have any bed bug problem, they can service one room. Okay, so they do one room for the bed bug. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I definitely, 12 rooms, 12 rooms for a year, basically like that. How many? Oh, 12 rooms a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that makes sense. Uh, uh, we never get any complaint about the bed bug from the customer or anything like that. Even though this is uh, like uh, uh, like the family-owned business, so we all right. the family member work here, so we really exactly. take care of the property. Well, good. And we also give free education, like one-on-one, to your mm-hmm. to your people, and and sort of show them what we look for for bed bugs, so they can identify it early. That sounds good to me. Yeah, we can set a meeting on 15th. So you can call me back on 15th and then we can set a meeting. Okay, sounds good. Well, I definitely appreciate mm-hmm. your time. All right, thank you. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot to unpack in that one, but I'm just going to spend a little bit of time on it because it's hard to not get into the industry jargon of what I do explaining this one, but I'm not going to get too excited about this meeting. The fact that he just told me in my first conversation ever who his vendor is how much he pays, and what exactly they offer, that's a bad sign if I were to become his vendor. Who's to say the next person that called, he wouldn't go with for a lower price? Price shoppers never breed loyalty unless you convert them with value. So the only shot I have at this is really selling him on the value of what I do and already know my quote's going to be more than what he just told me. But if I can level with this guy and have a real human connection and show empathy for his issues and asking great open-ended questions to find out those issues, I think I can turn him into a loyal fan. But it all depends on this appointment. One thing you should never do is label someone and stick with it. I could just write this off as a guy who's price shopping and scratch it off the list, but do you think he price shops on everything? Maybe he gets expensive coffee because of the quality. So who's to say I can't convert him to a quality shopper on pest control too? Thanks for calling. This is Jeff. How may I direct your call? Hey, you calling for Dustin? Sure, hold on a moment for me. This is a cold call that went really cold. Instead of actually calling him, I visited him. So my very first interaction with him was walking in and doing the same thing that I do on the phone. Well, it turns out the decision maker was there and I got five minutes with him in his office before he had to go. But that was enough to generate some really good value and get him interested in my service. So much so, he gave me a lot of information, well, enough to put together a proposal. So I made it and tried to reach out to him to schedule it. (laughs) It went cold. I couldn't get in touch with the guy. So I was just sitting on this proposal that he hadn't even seen yet. And I'm not going to act like it was all just not being able to get in touch with him. I put it by the wayside. After a few months of not being able to get in touch with him, I just gave up. But when that happens, you have to be creative. And more on that a little later. But all this to say, I finally got the guy on the phone. This is Dustin. Hey, Dustin. This is Daniel with Pest Control. How are you? Hey, not too bad yourself. Hey, good. Uh, I I came back. Uh, I don't know if you remember me coming. I guess maybe four or five months ago, um, talking to you about our pest control services with pest control. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I ended up getting a little proposal together for you. Uh, if I could come by and go over it with you at some point, maybe next week. Yeah, what time works for you? Really, any morning is good for me. Um, Monday to Friday, pretty much. All right. Um, let's plan on that Wednesday. That would be the 17th. Yep, Wednesday the 7th. And what's a good time for you? Uh, anytime around like uh, lunchtime actually works the best. I think 11 o'clock uh, gives me some time to get some stuff done in the morning and uh, gives me some time to also pull my contracts and see where we're cost is at there. Okay, good deal. And um, I guess I'll be there between like 11, 30, and 12. Does that work for you? Yep, that's perfect. Okay. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it, and I'll see you Wednesday. All right, sounds good. We'll see you then. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, so there we go. I got an appointment with them. My goal here when I present the proposal is to ask for the sale. At the end of my presentation, I'm going to ask for a signature at the bottom line so we can move this thing forward. But notice how I handled this call. I was really quick about my purpose and really quick to ask for the appointment. Well, I ended up getting a little proposal together for you. Uh, if I could come by and go over it with you at some point, maybe next week. It's really important that I say all of that in one breath because the focus needs to be the appointment, setting the appointment setting the presentation for the proposal. And look, I could critique myself and my calls all day, and I'm sure you could too if you recorded them, but I should have used a better adjective there. A little proposal. It's not a little proposal. It's a game-changing proposal. It's an exciting proposal, not a little proposal. Come on, man. Don't get down on yourself for stuff like that, and I shouldn't either, because he took the appointment. Stuff like that is just extra things to remember to have authoritative speech. And sometimes that takes being intentional about it. I don't talk about emails a lot on this show, but I do a ton of it. Here's a really cool way to integrate emails and a cold call. This isn't really if you're just rapid fire cold calling, but if there's a target account or several target accounts that you want, this is the perfect way to get the decision maker. But first, you have to figure out the decision maker's name and email. That's pretty easy to do, and I've given you a lot of examples through other episodes on how to do that, but you have to have that first. So it may start with a cold call that's just a discovery call, but if you have this, then you craft the email. And if you have a general email that you send, use that one. But at the end of it, you need to say something like this. Thank you so much for your time for reading this email. Please expect a call from me on Monday at 9 o'clock. I really look forward to speaking to you and then wrap it up with your signature. And you just gave yourself the reason to call. And your reason is because the decision maker should now be expecting your call. And you shouldn't dwell on the email too much if you get the decision maker. I would just ask if you got a chance to go over it. And if you didn't, who cares? What you're trying to do is get an appointment with them. Don't forget the objective here. The objective of the email was to get in touch with the decision maker. Now that you're in touch with the decision maker, the objective is to set an appointment. So let's go back a little bit and put this into practice. I sent the decision maker an email that said, please be expecting my call. And that was it. I didn't hear back from him. Nothing. But I sent the email. This is Della. How may I help you? Hi, Miss Evelyn is expecting my call. This is Daniel. Daniel? Yes. Okay. Hold on just a moment. And that was it. No questions asked, and I'm being transferred. Just say your first name, use the first name of the decision maker, and reference your email, and just say that they're expecting your call. 
that part can be pretty informal and casual. And if you say it that way, with expectance, then you're much more likely to get straight through to the decision maker with no questions asked. Daniel? Yes. She is out taking care of some uh, storm stuff right now. Uh, Can you try calling her back this afternoon, please, late this afternoon? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so obviously not the perfect example, right? (laughs) I got some better ones, but um, she said she was going to take care of some storm stuff. Well, that's because it's one day from a hurricane about to hit us, and not too many people are working right now, except for me and that one gatekeeper. (laughs) So I did try to call her back later, but she was gone for the day. Understandable, though. But you're going to hear that tactic from me later on, and it's going to work really well because it has before. And I'm also going to talk about a lot more email integration is some good stuff. You'll want to stay tuned to the next episodes. And that's it for episode 9. If you have tips, suggestions, advice, things you want me to say or try, email me at coldcallhero at gmail.com. Let's connect. You can leave a voicemail or text 323-205-6767. You can tweet me at coldcallhero. I'm on Facebook also. And on there, you can search Lumen Hill because you'll get some free sales tips pretty often and a bunch of other free services there as well. Cold Call Hero is one of those services too. Please rate and share this because that's how I'll get new listeners. This is a one-man show from the creation of the music to the production, so your support, it means everything. And lastly, thank you so much to those who have continually listened and reached out to me and rated my podcast. I respond to every email and every comment. Thank you all. just remembered (laughs) episode 10 is just going to be a two minute trailer and it's going to come out next week so you're still going to get a brand new episode in two weeks but next week i want to put episode 10 as my little promo so if you're talking to someone about cold call hero you can just tell them to go listen to episode 10 and it's going to be a little trailer of everything to expect okay i'm done that's it